welcome to the Enhanced Living Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Kruger. I believe that we all have within us the power to be everything that we are meant to be and so much more. This show is a weekly dose of practical and spiritual principles, strategies, tips, and ideas to help you grow into the best version of yourself. Here's to becoming exactly who you were meant to become. I've been called a human Swiss army knife because I'm a TV host, inspirational speaker and coach, live event MC and DJ, certified yoga and Ayurveda teacher, functional fitness enthusiast, author, husband, and dad with a voracious appetite for knowledge. And I'll be sharing real talks with successful people from all walks of life, spiritual teachers and masters and experts in many different fields. I'll also share my own perspective that I've gained from over 20 years of diligent meditation and spiritual work so we can all experience enhanced living. Are you ready to evolve? Let's do this. Welcome back to yet another Friday edition of Enhanced Living. So I wanted to come on today and discuss relationships. Last week, I discussed relationships a little bit and my wife was on the show and I talked to a lot of people about The current situation, we're still in the middle of COVID. Uh, Today's date for reference is August the 14th. And a lot of people went into this quarantine situation, into this, I want to say, you know, individual lockdown scenario, or even just being around family members and, you know, spouses and significant others for so long. And there are so many relationships that have just completely fallen apart because of, you know, just too much time around each other and, all the little things that just sort of seem to come up while this is going on. And so I wanted to just come on here real quick and discuss what a relationship is exactly and and what's the benefit of it and what's the point of it really. And conversely, what the point isn't and what we shouldn't be placing into our relationships as expectations. So what is a relationship exactly? And what's the benefit? A relationship should be a mirror for you. It's it's a beautiful way to grow and be accountable to one another, something where you should always be focused on giving to the other person and not receiving. Now, that's going to sound really, really strange to some people because the way that romance or relationships have been portrayed in movies and, you know, in Hollywood for years and years is, I mean, I always like to use the famous Jerry Maguire quote with the, you know, you complete me. And it's honestly that exact line of thinking sets you up for failure because when you look to the other person to complete you and to solve your problems for you, you're putting an impossible burden on them, something that they could never, ever, ever live up to. Because the fact of the matter is, is that your own happiness shouldn't be dependent on anything outside of yourself. You are responsible for your happiness. And so If you're going to be in a healthy relationship, and I'm going to delve further into this, of course, but if you're going to be in a healthy relationship, you need to be two individuals complete in and of yourself coming together to try to become something more as opposed to being two fragments of an individual and then you come together to form one human being. That's that's weird. If you think about it really deeply, you'll realize that that really doesn't make sense. So what does it mean to grow and be accountable in a relationship? Well, it's very simple. Accountability comes from the fact that when you're single and you live all by yourself, you can literally do whatever you want. I mean, you know, within limits, of course, I'm not talking about law breaking stuff. I'm saying if you want to stay out until four o'clock in the morning and then come home and sleep until 11 and, you know, you work a job that makes that possible or it's on a weekend or whatever, you don't have to answer to anybody. You can leave your underwear on the kitchen sink if that's if that pleases you. I mean, literally, you can do just about anything you want. 
But when you bring another human being into your life and you're living together, all of a sudden those things start to become things that you really can't do anymore because, you know, I'm personally, I would not want to walk into the kitchen and find someone's underwear on the sink. Like, that's just not something that that works for me, you know, so... At the end of the day, you become accountable to somebody else. You set certain rules and boundaries in your home so that you can both live in a way where you're both happy to the greatest extent possible, or at least the least inconvenienced. Now, I realize that this is coming off very surgical and not something where, oh my God, big romance, we fell in love and we're together forever and there's all this passion and all that wonderful. Like, look, that's wonderful. Passion is wonderful. However, the best relationships, the truest relationships are ones where you have committed to grow together, where you look at each other from a spiritual perspective and you can literally see the divine in each other's eyes. And then understanding that as people, you are flawed. There are flaws, there are character quirks and idiosyncrasies and things that you're going to have to work with each other on. So what shouldn't a relationship be? Again, I, I said this, it's it's about not placing your happiness on someone else. As well, it's about not take, take, take. A lot of people will get into a relationship and they love the way that the person that they're with makes them feel. You make me feel so amazing and so I want to be with you all the time. That sort of feeling is is great, but you have to understand that you need to, again, come from a place of happiness within yourself before you can be happy in a relationship. You need to love yourself because if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else truly. It's just not possible. You have to learn to love yourself. So when you're looking at a relationship, I'm, I'm going to use my own personal relationship for, for uh, an example. Sharice uh, and I have been together now for over 11 years. We've been married for over 10 years. And our relationship is stronger today than it's ever been. We continuously grow together. We have an understanding of each other. There's rules in relationships where, you know, you've heard it. Don't go to bed angry or make sure to have sex after a fight or whatever. I mean, all that stuff. All these rules, they're nonsense. Sure, they work for someone, but they don't work for everyone. It's not a one-size-fits-all band-aid type of situation. In fact, the one rule that I've heard that I think is the most ridiculous is the don't go to bed angry thing. Because if you are having an argument with somebody and something is going on and you decide, no, we're going to work through this no matter what, you could end up staying up all night long arguing, and then you're both tired, exhausted, further angry, you haven't solved anything, and now everything's just a mess. So sometimes the best thing you can do is take some space from each other and really sit down and kind of reflect on what part of this is your responsibility versus what part is their responsibility. Because at the end of the day, the only thing that you can control is your reactions and your behaviors towards whatever is going on. The situation is happening, so there's really nothing you can do to control the situation, but you can control your reaction to the situation. And you can think about the actions that you took that contributed to the current argument that you're having with your spouse. So you have to take responsibility for your own perspective. You cannot expect them to do the same. That's the whole thing. No expectations with respect to certain things is is so important. Now, obviously, there are expectations in a relationship. You know, I, I can I can I can feel the thoughts screaming out. Well, but what about expecting them not to cheat or not to? You know, yes, there's boundaries, there's rules in a relationship. 
If you decide that you're in a monogamous relationship, then it is on both of you to not go and be with other people. And so that is an expectation that is a valid one. But when you, when I'm, when I'm saying expectations, I'm more talking about dishes. That's a wonderful thing that so many couples fight about. He leaves the dishes in the sink all the time. Okay, well, did you ask him to clean up? No, he should know. <laughs> well, why should he know? Did you not have the conversation? Maybe he's doing other things and he's not thinking about that. Or maybe she's doing other things and not thinking about it. The The fact of the matter is, is that you cannot expect somebody to know what you're thinking and feeling. You have to be able to express yourself and you have to be able to do it with a mutual respect for each other. So in my opinion, the best relationships are ones that are founded on a mutual respect and understanding where no matter what you respect the person, to this day, my wife and I have never, ever called each other a name. People call each other all sorts of names when they fight and then they make up afterwards and then they wish they never said it. We decided early on we will never call each other names. And you know what? We never have. And no matter how angry we've gotten, and believe me, we've we've fought, we've had Tons of issues that we've worked through because everyone does. Nobody's perfect. And in my opinion, my relationship is about as perfect as they come. And even in its perfection, there are so many imperfections. That's just the way life is. You're constantly growing and evolving and, and learning and, and becoming the best version of yourself, ideally, anyhow. So when I say that the best relationships are those founded on mutual respect and understanding, it's about choosing to try to see the other person's perspective, to try to at least take responsibility for your part in it, and then try to do better afterwards. You have to be on the same page spiritually. If you're not on the same page spiritually, whether it's your religion, your spirituality, whatever it is, think about it this way. If if one person is a religious Jewish person and the other person is a religious devout Catholic, do you think that that's going to work long term? No, it's not. It can't because eventually you may decide to have children and how do you raise the kids? And then what holidays do you celebrate? And how do you, it's really hard to, to merge those two belief systems unless one person just doesn't care all that much. So at the end of the day, you have to be on the same page spiritually. You have to be on the same page emotionally. I've seen so many relationships where one party is just not in the emotionally mature enough space to handle the relationship and the other person is. And what ends up happening is the, yes, the love is there. Sure, the desire to be together. Maybe they're even super compatible. But if you're not emotionally on the same page, that relationship is going to fall apart. Now, the last thing that I would say is the most important thing for the best possible relationship is committing to growing together. So many relationships, you have children, everything gets crazy. You develop your own internal lives. You develop your own routine where, where all of a sudden, five years down the road, you look at this person that's living in your home, that's sleeping in your bed, and you don't recognize them because you've grown apart. You have to commit to growing together. You have to commit to choosing to love each other every single day because nobody is going to check all the boxes for you. That's the truth. Nobody is going to be the perfect human being, period. That doesn't exist. It just doesn't exist. We all come from too many different backgrounds. We are all too unique in our personality types and how we've developed as people. Nobody can come from the exact same perspective as you, even if they grew up right next door. It's still not the same. You have to understand that you have to make the decision to grow together. You have to make the choice. Listen, you know what? This person is irritating me today, but these are all the amazing things about them. Let me think about the positive. Let me think about all the wonderful things and then choose to grow together. And you have to be on the same page in that, in that way. And so communication is huge. So 
again, it comes down to this. I always say that the reason most relationships fail is, again, like I said in the beginning, the Jerry Maguire, you complete me or you make me happy or I feel better around you. And that's all you're hanging the relationship on. It's just an unrealistic expectation of of somebody else. How can you look to someone else to be your happiness maker? That's not the way it works. It's not fair to anybody. And especially since we grow, we change. Think back to 10 years ago, what you were like 10 years ago and how you behaved and how you thought and what your worldview was 10 years ago. Go ahead. Think about it. I'm going to actually give you a second. When you think about how you thought 10 years ago and then you compare it to where you are right now. It's different, isn't it? So if you're going to be in a long-term relationship with somebody, don't you have to allow for both of your worldviews to evolve? And if you continuously communicate with each other, isn't there a greater chance that your worldviews will evolve together, which will then solidify the relationship? So that's what I'm talking about. If you're in a position right now where things are kind of a little bit wonky and your relationship is a little bit off, you're not seeing eye to eye. The first thing I would recommend is definitely seeing a marriage counselor or a family therapist or something along those lines, someone to help just kind of mediate so that you can both get your feelings and emotions out. But I would say that having that honest conversation is so important. You have to explain where you're at. You can't be afraid to express your feelings because you're afraid of how the person's going to react. You have to be able to have that honest conversation and you both have to focus on your own personal growth. I'm going to say that one more time. If you need to salvage any relationship, and I'm talking friendship, I'm talking romantic relationship, it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously the topic of today's episode is all about romantic relationships, but if you want to save your relationship, if you want to have the best possible relationship you can have, you must be continuously focused on your own personal growth because everything comes from there. The better you become at navigating life and at responding to life's challenges. Because let me tell you something, life is going to happen no matter what you do, say, or feel, or act. However, what changes is the way that you meet life. How you look at things, how you respond to things is what you do have control over. So if both of you are dedicated to your own personal growth, then you can really grow together and you can actually see eye to eye and you can choose to love each other again. Because remember, no matter what problems you're having with someone and you go, you know, oh man, you know what? This new person seems so great. Everything's wonderful. Yeah, because the the shine is there on the whole newness of everything. But guess what? Whatever issues you have with the person you're with or the person you were with, you're going to bring into the next relationship anyway. So you might as well, if you found someone who is amazing on so many levels, but XYZ, focus on fixing XYZ within yourself. Focus on helping them fix XYZ within themselves if they if that's what they want to do. But understand that if you don't, the same thing that bothered you about this person is going to bother you about the next person because wherever you go, there you are. So I believe that the best relationships are founded on a really strong base of communication and connection. In other words, making sure to connect with each other on a daily basis, making sure to check in, share your hopes, your goals, your dreams, share your disappointments, your just everything. You should be talking to each other about everything. That's not to say, you know, share every little thing that pops into your head. It's about sharing the things that really, truly matter, that really, truly affect you, and that really, truly could affect them as well. And then service. 
So again, the first thing is communication and connection. The second thing is service. You have to be willing to be of service to your partner. If you're not willing to be of service to your partner, then you are in a very selfish place. And if you're in a very selfish place, a relationship is not for you because a relationship is about selflessness. Now, what ends up happening is if you're both in service of each other, both of your relationship needs will be met. It's that simple. But again, you need to be able to be in a place where you're complete and whole enough that you don't need the relationship, but the relationship enhances your life because you love being with this person. So communication and connection is number one. Service is number two. And of course, the third one, which is arguably the most important, is respect. You have to have mutual respect for each other. When you truly respect somebody, you're not going to call them bad names. You're not going to treat them horribly. You're not going to yell at them because they left their socks on the floor in the middle of the living room. You are going to be compassionate, kind, and caring. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to get frustrated because you will. What's going to happen is you're going to have the presence of mind to be able to take a deep breath, come at it and go, you know what? I love this person. Let me say it in a nice way. So there you have it. A relationship will fail if you look to the other person to make you happy. You have to really be focused on ensuring that your happiness comes from within and you're not putting too much on the other person. And then you have to choose to love this person, and you have to have a a, a relationship that's founded on communication and connection, service, and respect. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Enhanced Living Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach me directly at enhancedliving.net. Thanks for listening.